0: Welcome aboard this special flight EK000, where we aim to bring you all the latest updates, trip reports, tips, and with the occasional special guest on this fortnightly, unofficial EK podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number five of the EK podcast. Hope you are all doing well. Yes, it's a bit of a surprise that I'm still here, episode 5. Today's episode is going to be related to COVID-19, what's happening with Emirates, what you can expect. And um, yeah, just before we get in, I would like to say thank you very much to everyone who has joined on the podcast and on the blog recently at ekpodcast.com. All my social networks, Um, you can follow me on there, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Um, then please do connect with me on there. For those of you who are new, this platform is purely for Emirates and travel uh, and Dubai. I would love to get some guests on board, whether you're working for Emirates, whether you're working at Dubai, Um, it would be nice to get someone just to get an opinion. Some kind of debate, some comments, some talk, some chatter around the airline because I, like yourself, who's listened to the show, is just a tiny little bit uh, Emirates fanatic. So, with that, the last month was the twentieth anniversary of Skywards. That twenty years ago, Skywards was introduced, May two thousand. Next episode, which is going to be episode 6 in two weeks' time, will be looking at skyboards. Um, it would be nice to get someone from Skywards on board with the idea. Um, and just it's quite a nostalgic look back at our or my dad's experiences with the airline, who continues to fly with the airline. Um, and just a bit of history, what can be improved at Skywards? Um, and just to see what could be done better going going forward. So make sure you do tune in to that episode and you can do so by hitting the subscribe button on iTunes or Google Podcasts. Now, let's move on to the discussion around COVID-19 and what is going on at Emirates. Well, the good news is, just as of yesterday, today is the 5th of June. So, the 4th of June yesterday, Emirates announced 29 more cities that will resume transit through Dubai. These flights will be operating from the 15th of June and 16 cities. Bahrain, Manchester, Zurich, Vienna, Amsterdam, Copenhagen, Dublin, New York, JFK, Seoul, Kuala Lumpur, Singapore, Jakarta, Taipei, Hong Kong and Brisbane. This is in addition to their... Um, Existing schedule from London Heathrow, Frankfurt, uh, which was running Paris, Milan, which was running um, a few weeks back. And these are also in addition to the cargo operations, which are running very successfully, I hear, not just with Emirates, but around the world. Um, Different airlines, everyone is pretty much sky high in terms of cargo because everyone's airing uh, goods as opposed to sending it by sea. In addition to these flights, Emirates is also starting flights from Pakistan, Uh, and specifically there will be a daily flight from Karachi, five from Lahore, and two from Islamabad. The interesting thing is only cargo flights will operate between Dubai and Pakistan, and then from Pakistan back to Dubai will be passenger flights. Now one thing to note is, um, these uh, announcement of these 29 cities um, aren't as per- pre-COVID schedule, so you really do need to look at um, what schedules, and they seem to be uh, being adjusted every single day. For example, uh, the Manchester schedule, which will be active um, from the 15th of June, uh, as it stands as it stands today at the 5th of June, there is only going to be two flights a week operated by a 777. Now, in a normal day, that would be operated daily, and it's an A380 service. And so... That is something to consider if you are specifically looking forward to uh, the in-flight experience of an A380. But I'm sure at this moment in time uh, you may be stuck, as was the case with me. I was stuck abroad uh, for two months and I I just wanted to get back. I didn't really care about the airline that I was going to be travelling with as long as I got home safely. And the purpose of these flights is to get people back to some sort of normality. It is a very good sign that this is happening. Now, these this announcement isn't really for people to cheer about if they are wanting to go for a holiday. The likelihood is that it's not, because Emirates is saying that you need to be, they will only accept people who have been cleared on arrival. For example, if I want to go to Hong Kong for a holiday, yeah, it's not really going to be a holiday, do you know why? Because you cannot walk into Hong Kong um, and uh, enjoy, you have to stay two weeks in a designated um, hotel or quarantine area for two weeks and then um, you can enjoy uh, the views of Hong Kong. And it's the same case with Dubai as well. Although flights are going to through Dubai and you can stop over at Dubai. But just be uh, cautious that it's only for UAE residents at the moment. But the reason why I mention that this announcement of these 29 cities to resume from the 15th of June is positive is that a month from now, a few weeks from now, we could start to see some of these quarantine measures being reduced. As was the case recently, Hong Kong had imposed a two-week quarantine period even for transit passengers. So if you were going onwards to uh, mainland China or Australia, And transiting through Hong Kong, you had to go through that quarantine procedure. But as of a few days ago, they have got rid of that. They've relaxed it. So if you're transiting, you don't have to go through the quarantine um, uh, period, which is positive. And I'm hoping airlines will be um, um, taking similar steps as this is the first step, and it's going to be stage by stage. And it's you know it's it's positive all round. Now, what can you expect? Um, when traveling physically, you know with a different interaction and touch points, I was listening to an interview by uh, the Qatar CEO um, recently, and several um, interesting points to, were raised that social distancing is not possible on aircrafts. and that is purely because, for example, if you are flying um, in economy and the seat next to you is empty, and throughout the cabin and throughout the aircraft, that is the case. Then it means that there's only a fifty percent load, and that means that the airline's making next to nothing, or very minimal, or even possibly operating at a loss, uh, especially if maybe cargo isn't um, uh, the cargo area isn't as busy as it, you know as it is uh, at the moment. And some countries have suggested that an entire row needs to be empty behind the passenger, which is insane. And if that is going to be the case, then it means that the aircraft is only going to have a 30% load, which again is not feasible. The CEO also mentioned that uh, he also stated that there isn't a fixed f- uh, idea of what the travel industry is going to look like down the line. I know the Emirates CEO, Tim Clark, has said, uh, Sir Tim Clark has said that it will take 2021, 2022 for some normality to uh, to, to arise um, with av- within the aviation industry, and that sounds about right, especially with the likes of, if you take a look at the holiday travel market versus the business travel, most of these airlines do rely on business because that is an all year round um, area, whereas holiday markets, you're talking about Easter, Summer and Christmas New Year. Um, th- those three are the kind of three peak periods, but business is all year round, and the problem with business is that now most of us are comfortable or or in the habit, due to coronavirus, we are now familiar, we have the technical capabilities in running a Zoom call, a Skype call, so you know, people are, people are changing, the industry is changing, and while on the note of Zoom calls. I did post an article on ekpodcast.com about how to get custom Emirates and Dubai International Airport backgrounds, uh, virtual backgrounds. So if you are going to be doing uh, a video call, which I'm sure most of you are, then you can have an A380 at the back, or hell, why not? The J Lounge or the F Lounge, I wish. Or some part of Dubai Airport, take a look on the website. There's plenty of pictures to choose and I hope you can give me some feedback on that. Now, moving on to what you can expect from the different interaction points in Dubai Airport. Now, the first thing is when you compare an air filter with an aircraft and a shopping mall, then an aircraft is more safer than it is in a shopping mall. (laughs) It's ridiculous, but it's actually true. The HEPA filters that are being used in aircrafts, across some of the Middle Eastern airlines at least, they're very effective, they're changed regularly, they're maintained regularly, as opposed to your local Walmart or Waitrose or Spinney's in Dubai. Uh, They're probably not as maintained. They they might be at the moment, uh, just now, but on airlines, they're more regularly maintained, especially in these strict um, COVID uh, guidelines and periods by enforced by by the governments. So checking in Dubai is going to be not normal. <laughs> the airport experience is not going to be normal. At check-in, you will be given a hygiene kit. And you've probably seen these pictures um, on the Emirates feed. The kit consists of masks, gloves, wipes, Hand sanitizers, and and in Dubai Airport itself, it is mandatory to wear gloves and masks. On the on the actual plane, uh, it's mandatory to have uh, or to be wearing masks, and not gloves but masks. So these are important things to know. In my own experience recently, when I flew with Qatar, was um, that on an eight-hour flight that was um, a bit impossible to do, and um, very uncomfortable, um, and the captain did make an announcement that if anyone didn't follow it, there could be a fine imposed, um, but it was very uncomfortable, so it's going to be interesting to see how well that is actually um, enforced. If you are travelling from Dubai, upon entering the terminal, there will, be, will, there will be thermal scanners that check your temperature of all customers, passengers, employees. On the ground, there will be stickers, which most of you probably have seen in supermarkets now. Um, and the idea is just to keep um, social distancing at check-in, emigration, boarding, trans—you know, transit areas. There will also be barriers installed uh, to prevent um, some reassurance or safety uh, net. So transit passengers who are arriving into Dubai and connecting onto different flights, um, as you disembark, you will be thermally screened. Transfer desks will have protective barriers as a precautionary measure. Airport staff, not surprisingly, will be dressed in PPEs, fully kitted, uh, as again recently um, on my um, Qatar Airbus flight back to the UK. Um, and you will also be given uh, an additional hygiene kit at the gate before you connect onto your onward um, flight. In terms of boarding, again, I keep coming back on to the repatriation flight that I was recently on. The boarding will be staggered, so boarding will start from the back of the plane making its way to the front, which makes sense if you think about it, because the less less people that pass you or touch your seats or touch the overhead cabin bags or bump their hand luggage onto you or there's less chance of you getting infected. So the idea is back of the plane and then um, the, the boarding is done through to the front. And of course, social distancing will be um, in, in play and gate agents will be in full PPEs. And then once that flight has been closed by the staff, um, it will be deep cleaned uh, for preparation for the next flight. And last but not least, what can you expect on board? Now, this is something that I experienced. The full crew will have full PPEs on. And also, if your flight is over one and a half hours, there will be a dedicated member of staff on board on that flight who will be cleaning the lavatories, the plane, every 45 minutes. The washrooms will have sanitising soap and hand washing instructions. Uh, for those of you who don't know how to wash your hands, um, and also to, you know, to minimize the risk of infection, you know, your your menus, your magazines, your wine lists, your reading materials, they won't be available during the flight, and uh, items like mattresses, pillows, blankets, which I can't go without on a flight, just simply because I feel cold and uh, comfort is a uh, pinnacle to me. Uh, so they will be available, but they will, they will be hygienically sealed. What that means, we're going to find out soon, I guess. And also, you'll be also be glad to know that hot meals will be served, and it's not going to be um, simple menus. It will be high-quality food. Cutlery and crockery will be sterilized before each use. And again, this is something that I experienced with my recent repatriation flight. The food was <laughs> better than uh, on a normal flight, which speaks volume. So I hope Emirates do um, go all out and um, uh, give us that experience and uh, level of service that we are known to. But yeah, that is it for this episode. It is indeed a very interesting time for the aviation industry, for the business industry, and what happens next how long it takes for airlines to resume normal schedules, and what is going to be the new norm. All of these things are very interesting um, questions and I'm sure a lot of these will be getting answered over the next few weeks as aviation uh, returns to some sort of normality. If you are traveling soon, or have any questions, you want to jump onto the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. If you're a flight attendant or a cabin crew, or if you're working at Dubai Airport, please do hit me up. Uh, My email is hi at ekpodcast.com, or you can tweet, or you can message me on Facebook. Um, But yeah, if you could also please leave a review for this podcast, extra brownie points will be given to you. Thanks very much, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.